How many times have you found yourself in a situation that you thought you needed to be in, but where you just felt miserable? This could be a relationship, a job, or a city that just wasn't doing it for you. Enter intrapersonal communications. You know, that little voice inside your head, the one that tells you to do this or that, or tells you what to say and what not to say. You're nodding right now. Okay, good. Well, believe it or not, that voice is trying desperately to be heard. And in today's world, we, we hear it less and less. That's a problem because it's our North Star, our beacon of light pointing us in the direction of our happiness, health, and well-being. It's so worth training yourself to listen to that voice. Today, I'm sharing a helpful approach to help you dial up that volume of that little voice and flex your intrapersonal communication skills. What's up, Explorers? Mary Daphne here of myexplorning.com, where we believe social skills are the key to the good life. What's the good life? It's where you call the shots, you have a crew you can count on, and you're on a mission that you actually care about. So back to that little voice. So many of us have just shut it out. Sometimes we do this intentionally. Other times we don't even realize we're doing it. Do you want to check if you can hear that voice? Well, here are two questions that you can ask yourself. One, what makes you happy? And two, what do you dream of? Let's unpack these. With the first one, if you had to think about what makes you happy, how would you answer? Would you say, I don't know. Would you come up with a response that's expected of you, meaning what society contends should make you happy? You know, white picket fence and all that jazz. Not like there's anything wrong with the white picket fence. I happen to love them. But is it what makes you happy? And with the second question, I want you to think about your dreams, your aspirations, and your goals. What keeps you motivated, excited, and hungry? If your answer is, I have no idea, that's okay. But it could be indicative of something bigger that we're going to need to sift through. Use these two questions to see how powerful your inner voice is. It's a good benchmark to start with. So if you have absolutely no clue for either of these questions, or if your responses sound a bit cliche, then guess what's going to help you figure it all out? Your inner voice. This is where intrapersonal communication comes in. Let's look at an approach you can use to foster your intrapersonal communication skills. One, carve out time to introspect. If you have no time to just be with your thoughts, then of course you won't know what makes you happy or what dreams you have. In our fast-paced modern world, we're in constant motion. There's very little alone time. 
even when we're physically alone, we're not really. I mean, think about it. If you're sitting at a table waiting for your friend or waiting for the bus, what are you doing? Always you're a guest. You're scrolling through email or the news or checking out your favorite YouTube channel. Wink, wink. (laughs) And don't get me wrong. I'm as guilty of this as the next person, but it's actually kind of nuts. Can you recall a time when you were truly alone with your thoughts without your phone or any other screen or even a book or a magazine? And no, sleeping doesn't count. I'm talking about a time where you deliberately chose to just sit and ponder. If you can, congratulations, because you're in the very small minority. And if you can't, give it a shot. After this video, just for 60 seconds, you'll discover that it's surprisingly difficult. The reason it's hard is because in today's world, our minds are trained for constant stimulation. So that internal voice muscle never gets used and it atrophies. The same way your leg or your arm loses strength when it's in a cast or when you forget to go to the gym for a week or two or three. (laughs) This is why you have to actively carve out time to listen to it. The first step is to cut out any distractions. Put your phone on airplane mode, make sure that there are no TVs in your line of vision or reading material within arm's reach. You don't have to be in a room by yourself though. You can be in a restaurant or on a train or even in the office. Just make sure there's nothing that will interfere with your concentration. Two, keep it positive. So now that you've sat yourself down and disconnected from the outer world for just a little bit, what happens? You start getting thoughts. Now, these thoughts might be little ants. Ants are automatic negative thoughts. When we're anxious or future tripping, worrying about the future, it's not uncommon to hear a nasty, discouraging, and unkind voice. You're not this enough for that enough, blah, 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 blah. Don't listen to it. That's the negative self-talk that's trying to steal our happiness and our inner peace. Transform that negative thought into a positive one. Keep the self-talk as positive as you can. And if it helps, you can add yet to the end of the sentence. For example, I'm not fluent in Italian yet, but I'm getting there. I don't have a close group of work friends yet, but I'm working on it. I haven't gotten promoted yet, but it's within my grasp. So you see, I'm not telling you to suppress the ants. I'm telling you to flip them and make them positive. This comes with practice. So don't be hard on yourself and be patient. Three, labeling the emotion. The next thing you want to do is label the emotion. This will force you to concretize the sensation. This is especially important for the negative emotions. It decreases the magnitude of the emotion and its power over you. Are you feeling insecure, worried, scared, jealous, confused, tired, hungry? What is it that you're feeling? Or maybe you're feeling excited, energized, motivated. As soon as a thought enters your mind, give it a label and then let it pass through to make room for the next one. Listen, label, let it go. 
see how many you can do. Count your reps, just like doing push-ups or burpees. The more you do, the better at it you'll get. And that brings me to my last point. Asking why. (laughs) Once you spend some time listening to your thoughts, you can take it one step further. Begin to ask why you're having those thoughts. Go one by one. Explore it. Appreciate how it makes you feel and seek out its origin. Asking why will help you understand in what context the thought and the emotion is expressed. Once you figure out what situations bring out certain thoughts in you, you'll have much more control over what you can do to mitigate the effects of the emotions they evoke. For example, let's say you're feeling frustrated with your roommate. Begin your inquiry. Why are you frustrated? Oh, because they left their dishes in the sink. Why did that make you angry? Because you have a big, important presentation coming up and you don't have time to clean up after them. Okay, so maybe you're actually just stressed about the upcoming presentation. And now that you think about it, your roommate recently vacuumed your room for you, which was super nice. Maybe you'll just do the dishes and then your roommate can help you prepare for the presentation this evening. Wow. Okay. Well, in just 30 seconds of communicating with yourself, you've gone from being super angry to developing a strategy that strengthens your friendship and reduces your feelings of stress. It's amazing all that we learn about ourselves when we simply invest the time. If something is important to you, you make the time. And what could be more important than your mental well-being? It all starts with these four steps to developing your intrapersonal communication skills. Let's recap. One, carve out the time in your busy life to introspect and reflect inwards. Two, keep the self-talk positive. Talk yourself up, not down. You are enough. Three, label your thoughts and your emotions. And four, ask yourself why and begin that important conversation with yourself. Again, these can only happen when you unplug for a little bit and just quiet the noise. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in that job that doesn't fulfill you or challenge you or that relationship that doesn't make you happy. And you might be thinking, well, if that were the case, I would know. Not necessarily. Not if you can't quiet the noise, the noise of our smartphones, of social media, of societal expectations, the things you're told you should be doing but don't want to and deep down you know you don't need to be doing. Let me tell you, it doesn't have to be that way. So make time to prioritize your happiness and mental wellness by taking the first steps in allowing your inner voice to be listened to. Things like exercising, meditation, saunas, being in nature where it's just you and no YouTube, social media, podcasts, just that little bit of quiet time can really help you build your intrapersonal communication muscles. And guess what will happen when you do? You'll know what makes you happy. You'll know what dreams you have. And they'll be yours. You get to decide. 
you get to live it. So I hope that you will do yourself a humongous favor and honor your inner voice. That's all from me today, Explorers. Be sure to check out the blog article over at myexplorning.com to review the strategies that we discussed in this lesson today. If you enjoyed this lesson, like, comment, and share. It really helps support the Exploring community and all of the hard work that goes into this channel. And if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to join our tribe of Explorers. I'll see you in the next one. Happy Exploring!